0: Welcome to another podcast hosted and brought to you by the American Sambal Alliance Against Domestic and Sexual Violence. Hi, this is Mona Uli and Judy Matautia. Thank you for tuning in to
1: this podcast about the benefits and the impact of Poetry Slam. Last year, as we prepared for Sexual Assault Awareness Month in April, we tried to think how can we get our youth and young adults to open up and talk about issues that are important to them. We thought, why not try something new like a poetry slam? We partnered with Doris Tulefow of Brown Girl Woke and with the American Samoa Community College, and it was a success. We were so amazed at what the students had to say, as well as the performances and the talent and not only by the college-age students, but high school students as well wanted to participate. Today's discussion is with Avery Malawata, who is in college right now, and he started um, the Poetry Slam when he was in high school and has performed at every poetry, Poetry Slam since. We've been able to hold a Poetry Slam every April and October With our most recent one being last month, uh, October, for Domestic Violence Awareness Month. We also have with us today Eleanor Songyalofa, who is staff here at the Alliance as well as a student at the ASCC. Let's tune in. By using their work and
2: just telling their story in their own. our poetry slam that we've been provided by the Alliance is all about sharing our own personal stories and ways that we can touch the youth Mm -hmm. to speak up and open about the things that we're facing that in the Samoan culture is bad to speak about because of pride. And I feel like that's the main thing, that's what poetry slam is. Yeah, you're exactly right. Slam poetry
1: originated 40 years ago, but it's just risen to popularity. So poetry is honest. But slam poetry is more than honest; it's human. And so um, the founder of the poetry slam movement is a guy named Mark Kelly Smith, an American poet. Smith was born in 1949 and grew up on the southeast side of Chicago. He started by having open mic night for poetry reading in the lounge in 1984, and he's quoted as saying, the very word poetry repels people. The slam gives it back to the people. We need people to talk poetry to each other. That's how we communicate our values, our hearts, the things that we've learned that make us who we are. I like that.
3: So it's more like a, like a spoken word. Yeah, because uh, that's what uh, some people have uh, known uh, poetry slam to be, like a uh, spoken word. But I like the word um, slam. Um, and, um, some other, some other uh, people have said that slam is... Uh, the energy, that energy that comes from the, mm-hmm. the the poet or the artist that engages with mm-hmm. um, that engages them with the uh, that that gets that that gives them that connection with the audience. Mm-hmm. And I've seen that I've seen that happen at all four poetry slams. Yes. Because you get the you get the audience going. Because yeah. you know there's you've been to some. Um, Poetry's, you know, readings where people sit there and they have you know, people have a different way of soaking in artistic work you know, of different artists but with the poetry slam, there's always that live atmosphere people can relate people are shouting (laughs) people are on their feet people are applauding and then of course when we have uh, people like Marcel Doris I mean, sorry, Doris uh Tulipao, who is facilitating, who is facilitating our poetry slams, she does the whole Snaps. snap, Snaps. snap Snaps thing. Huh? And I never understood that. <laughs> I never understood that. I only, I only understood snap from Legally uh, Blonde. <laughs> so, uh, uh, but with, Dar- uh, with Doris's snapping at this poetry slam, she explained yes. that we snap rather than clap so that we can hear yeah, uh-huh. what the... Because yeah. she's right, you know, when when, when when people are reading their poems, and there's a lot of, a, a, yeah. a lot of Loses thought points on, really yeah. and then you can't hear what's...
1: What <laughs> hey, I miss? What I miss? So, yeah. So, uh, and it's not just poetry, but spoken word poetry is simply poetry that's written to be performed. Mm-hmm. And so that's a big piece, is mm-hmm. seeing people up there sharing not only a poetry piece that they worked on, that they mm-hmm. wrote but seeing them perform it and it is powerful and it's them speaking their truths and it really does stir the audience and and gets people thinking about these taboo topics that we rarely talk about.
3: Yeah, so how do you guys think that um, it impacts our youth? How does Poetry Slam impact
2: our youth? Uh, Well, if you really look closely at the past um, Poetry Slams provided by Alliance, you really see more confidence spreading in Mm -hmm. the teens it's not really usual to see them come out like this we're not forcing the teens to come out and speak they come out because they have things to share and i Mm -hmm. feel like that's one of the bravest things is because that's how we're impacting them if the fact that if nobody was impacted nobody would show up to these events it's only because they're touched and they have things to say Mm -hmm. and it just spreads more confidence in them and they feel that there's more people that are that are going through the same thing so why not share their experience and it gives
3: everyone that sense of safety like a safe
1: haven you know
3: where they can go and just pour their heart their heart out so and
1: not be judged yeah that's true yeah definitely well me personally
3: i really hope because that's the goal of the alliance is to provide is for safety um is for poetry slam to become that safe space space and a place for the artists for our youth to come out but i I, I really hope that that we're hitting that
2: target, that, that that Poetry slab is becoming that safe space, but we wouldn't be able to know that if it um, wasn't for and, the youth, yeah. and speaking um, from experience, yes. I'm telling you that it actually is, um, it's, it's a very hard thing to do to express an opinion. And be worried about how other people would feel towards that Mm -hmm. same situation because we're not used to hearing these things. Yes, And the fact that we're addressing it, we're worried and we're scared because pride, pride is real and pride overcomes so much because we're scared of our reputations but people are confident enough to Mm -hmm. speak about these things and I feel like that's the biggest impact is that Uh, we're brave,
3: we're bold. Yeah, we're bold, and we're there to be heard. Uh, with this past Poetry Slam, I don't know about you guys, but um, I thought that every single artist there, um, I've actually felt, and I keep saying this after uh, that Poetry Slam, that I actually could feel the, the, the reality yeah. of what every single artist that day was talking about. Everybody had a different story. You know, they were talking about different things on you know on a whole different level. But I could feel,
1: you know, I could feel that they weren't talking about. They weren't just making things up.
3: You know, these were real stories. They were real experiences. Um, there was one artist where um, she actually performed. I mean, she was throwing chairs all over the t- uh, on yeah. stage. Um, she was real. I mean, her voice. I mean and um uh i gotta say this but i didn't think that el samuel students at acc were at that level were at that level of because people from off island would come and say that is wonderful performance good performance you know hollywood they'll probably pick you off the stage and say you should be in this movie but those are real you know those are it's coming from a real place it's not you you know learning a, a script for you know, or like for speech fest, you know mm-hmm. where it's you have the. It's not common
1: uh, for people to show their emotions, mm-hmm. yeah. and to see someone up there showing their emotions was yeah, was something different.
2: different. It's unusual to see these things.
1: Yeah, we yeah. need more of. Yeah. Um, I just want to ask Do, do you find any uh, healing benefits when you um, write your poetry and perform your poetry?
2: Um, me personally, as an artist, yes. Uh, writing these poems or writing my work, it really puts so much tears and effort because it's my life in there. I write my experience. And how it benefits me as an artist is, once it goes out and people come back and give me saying, thank you. I thought I was alone. I thought I was the only one going through these things alone. I faced family problems. I faced this, I faced that. And to the fact that you're able to do this, I know that I can handle it too. And I feel like that's what basically lifted me up is the fact that people go through things and we're never really addressing it, but that's how we're helping the teens because we can't help the teens if our if the older folks help them. It has to be within us. We need to fix us and we need to fix the society that we're in. Your voice
3: your voice becomes someone else's voice. So it's like your piece, you spoke, your voice represented so many other voices that have not been heard or are unable to speak share that same um, experience, right? Okay. So another question is, um, what do you guys think? Um, does Does Poetry Slam? Does participation in Poetry Slam? And this last one was for specifically for our college students. So does participating in Poetry Slam affect a student's performance in other academic areas? What do you think, um, Avery?
2: Since you're a student, you're an artist.
3: Yeah.
2: yeah. Well, personally. Um, it's all about an imagery set by the individuals. See, we all have platforms that we show ourselves and we, we, we represent ourselves in, um, we present ourselves in, mm. let it be social media or on campus or it be known um, impersonally. In, in uh, I feel like it does not affect anywhere academically, it rather okay. affects socially in terms of how people would view you. Yeah. Because I feel like We're brave enough to speak this, Mm We share our testimonies, but we're not worried because it doesn't affect our education or academics, it just affects the people who are surrounded by us, because that's where the main problem is, is because we're so worried about, what if they see me as this person, am I still going to be a public figure, am I still going to be known as this, or am I going to lose my place in society because I face this and people are mad at me for this, you see what I mean, because I opened up about this, Mm -hmm. and I feel like that's the biggest problem, and it's not really affecting academics that's just more of a result of the mindsets of the person that goes through because if you lack mental strength then you're gonna lack being able to focus and main maintaining that mindset that you're strong and you and you got this mm-hmm. it's a focus on what's really there and basically it's what we really need to focus on as teens is just school our parents and ourselves mm-hmm. but that's just the main main problem is that we tend to lack Mindset of focusing on what's important because we we focus more on opinions in society Mm -hmm. rather than school and education Mm -hmm. But
1: do you think also that um, Practicing expressing yourself and voicing things um, Also helps you with uh, Talking to teachers and talking to parents Mm -hmm. and I feel like it is
2: and Uh The boundary between parents and kids Mm -hmm. Have drifted from very, very f- um, far from each other. Yeah. The connection isn't there no more. It feels more of teens are better to depend on other people because they feel that our parents don't accept or don't want to listen to the things that we're going through. Because if we present the problems, it's gonna be more of a why are you going through these things? I didn't yes. face these uh-huh. things. But it's different times, you yes. know. Yeah. You guys, it's okay. different times, and I feel like parents need to be more it's aware true. of this. Um, we're in a different generation a different era the era of technology where bullying and hatred and discrimination is real but there's no action taken towards it but I, I, I feel like parents need to be more educated on the fact that there's that their kids are going through things that they don't know and that, that's why they have to depend on other people to help them figure out what's going on and but I feel like if parents are, are well aware of that their, their kids have so much pressure on their shoulders,
3: with the responsibilities of being a Samoan, to be respectful in school, and just people, and internet, and cyberbullying. It can be stressful, I just realized this, but you know, just listening to what Avery's saying, but it can be stressful, being a Samoan kid. Yes. Be, you know, having to live up to your own parents' um, expectations, expectations of the church, yeah. you know, of, of, of the community. You know, it's, it, it, it can be, and then of course it's like if you fail, it's like you're tired. That's you can't fail because that's a whole family failing. You know, yeah. it's it, it can be really stressful. I, 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 I can see what Avery was, was saying, and what's sad about it is what you were saying, Avery, that uh, kids would rather uh, connect, kids can connect with
1: strangers better than with. Their own parents, yeah. right? And just and this is what kids are
3: doing with the teachers. Luckily, thankfully, there are teachers, and there are uh, teachers that inspire, teachers that are excellent at their jobs at what they do. So thankfully, uh, a lot of the youth, a lot of the students are connecting, making that connection. You know, um, some other youth, some other students, not so. You know, they don't have. Uh, uh, they don't have teachers that can guide them. They can trust, so they fall, you know, through the cracks, and you know they. We know where they where they end up, and but um, I can see what um, I can totally understand what what Avery is 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 saying that um, how participation in poetry slam can affect that relationship with teachers. I think, and I'm going back to the whole performance, how uh, being part of poetry slam whether that can, uh how that affects the students in academic in their academic areas and like i was saying uh, before how i noticed with this poetry slam and every other poetry slam how everybody um speaks good english how everyone like even that one girl this year the one that did the hula last year how she opened poetry slam she was i didn't know that was her (laughs) that was her um uh, well, I think she she might be from Hawaii, she was speaking all those other languages um, in Hawaiian, and then she came out in Samoan and said um, rotumatasi, you know, in Samoan, and she she should be a, a public speaker in the future. Yes.
1: And uh, poetry poetry can also be in Samoan or any language? Yeah, because, yes, yes, I'm waiting for
3: that day where someone comes up with that poem in Samoan and I know for the first one, we had a lot of them come up with songs in that one, yeah. uh, but we, you know. So, um, the other thing also is, um, uh, you know, I've wondered, like, how does, um, what are the ripple effects of Poetry Slam in our
1: community, you know? For, what would you say, for someone that's been with the Poetry Slam, the past four Poetry Slams? Um, well, thank you again. Uh, being a public
2: figure, um, being known throughout social media with just my talent of speaking and being open to society and just uh, I personally come from a, a very humble family where I'm able to open up and I feel like the ripple effect of this of uh, being a part of poetry Simon as well as alliance thank you guys for opening up this opportunity for students like me to express um, for me I was able to address issues and problems and how that affected me or how that changed my life is I've learned to be more confident. I've learned to be able to address things without having to worry about certain issues or an opinion towards me. Um, it, it made me feel more comfortable in myself. Um, and the mindset of always being sure that like, whatever life gives you, it's it's strong. It's, it's best to know that your focus is on yourself and try to help people. And I feel like the ripple effect in this, in the teens and the youth is that they're coming to understand that it's okay to address these issues. Yeah. You don't have to hide from these. People go through them too, and if, if if you come out and just speak your truth, there's nothing. There's there's nothing wrong with it, and I feel like that's what poetry slam has brought out is, people and teens are able to speak their truth without having to feel judged, and I feel like that's the ripple effect. Of yeah. Eleanor, do
1: you
3: have any comments to that as <laughs> well? Avery being uh, uh, Avery being a competitor,
1: being an artist at these poetry slams, participating for the past uh, from all four uh, four, um, uh,
3: poetry slams. I just wanted to just say that Avery, as well as everyone who's participated in all four poetry slams, a big thank you from the alliance um, for trusting us to come to these poetry slams, because if you didn't trust the poetry slam, you wouldn't be there, you know, to share your, not just share your piece, but be in front of, you know, because not only one, not only are you there to share your piece, uh, a peace of mind, your thoughts, your ideas, you know, your experiences, your story, but you have to stand in front of so many people and share it yeah. with And you don't know, like you said earlier, you don't know what's going to happen because, you know, crowds can get rough, crowds can be tough, you know, people can get up and, you know, tell you to sit down or, you know, try to, you know, tell you to be quiet, we don't want to hear, or people will storm out, but so far so good, it's been a safe space and place, but we can't do that, we can provide that, but it won't be a safe space and safe place. If nobody comes, but you guys come, and to us that's big, because one, you're sharing the story, two, it tells us that you trust us, you trust Doris and the Alliance to listen to what you, you know, you judge the, ju- um, you trust the judges. I mean, look at the judges this year.
1: Yeah, they were, they
3: were so drawn away. They wanted to be part of it. You're Robert. I mean, I know they they wanted to get up because um, and they did get up because they were just touched by the they were they were connected. You know, they knew that it was just. um, It was. I I can't say. You know, I can't talk enough about how Poetry's Land" was here was.
1: Yeah. I think that's part of the risk that you take in performing, huh? Is the risk of how. I'm going to be received, and the risk I'm going to be judged. And the courage that it takes to still yeah. go up there. But like you said, the ripple effects of the whole thing uh, outweighs that.
2: And just to add on, when you mentioned how the judges really wanted to be a part of it, how they were so touched, you see, that's another biggest mindset that we're missing, is that if we were able to move the judges to be touched and to, to feel what we felt, Why can't we do that with the rest of the youth? Why can't we inspire them to to do the same thing? Because if the if these if these judges felt the fact that these kids are actually going through things and I'm really part of that and I'm thankful to be a part of that, how can we make the youth, the rest of the youth, feel that? And I feel like that's exactly what you just mentioned, and that that just basically proved the point. If we were able to move the judges. We can definitely move yes, the rest yeah. of the youth up yeah. there. And I And not only just cool. the
3: youth. Um, you know, if the judges, you know, as adults, if they can be moved, you know, so can our parents, so yes. can our spiritual leaders, yes. so can, you know, everyone else in the community. So I think it would be great to have, you know, not just students, but to have our parents involved, to have, um, you know, like um, church leaders involved, just so that way they see, you know, what students are going through, what teenagers, young adults yeah, are going through. yeah. Yeah. Um, on that note, there were some parents that showed up, uh, that came, and uh, normally, you don't, you, you see all sorts of people coming through. Yeah. You know, college, at college, <laughs> um, you've got know. the youth as well as older <laughs> yeah. adults, yeah. you know, older adults that, that attend, that are taking classes, right? So you don't know who's walking through the door, right? Yeah. But we had uh, one lady walk through, an um, older lady, and she walked through, she signed, she signed it on the side, and she and then she said, oh, I'm here. We didn't ask her. We just said, thank you for coming. And she said, oh, I'm here to, to support my daughter, Josie. Yeah. And she's getting up today to do it. And then when Josie got up, I knew exactly who her mother was, <laughs> you know, from the crowd. And um, that was the one from uh, Josie where she was, uh, she said, uh, for my sister. I don't know oh. whether that's the title of the poem or whether she dedicated it to her sister. Um, yeah. Where Why she are was, you? No, no, not that one. This was the one where she was talking about, uh, uh, it sounded like she was either the victim and her sister was advocating, or uh, she was advocating for her sister because her sister was in a IPV uh, relationship and ended up marrying the...
2: And the then woman. for that, you know, um, I feel like that just basically touches on another topic is a healthy family. Mm-hmm. And I'd like yeah. to acknowledge my, you know, uh, i like to acknowledge my family for allowing me to be the person that I am today of being able to be bold and to speak. Yes. And I feel like... The seed of a child grows from within the family, and if the family molds them right, teaches them the aspects of being an individual, an inspiring, a powerful, and respectful leader, they will grow up to be the same. They will grow up and they will flourish. And I feel like, just like that, just like that mom who walked in to support her daughter, that's what this youth his parents who support their children wherever they go. Thank you, Avery. Uh, (laughs) That should be your next
1: piece. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Eleanor. Thank you, Avery. Uh, Avery has been with the Poetry Slam since he was in high school.
0: Thank you for joining us and hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast hosted and brought to you by the American Samoa Alliance Against Domestic and Sexual Violence. For more information, you can call our office at 684-699-0272 or send an email to asadsv at gmail.com or visit our website at www.asalliance.co or visit our Facebook page at American Sample Alliance Against Domestic and Sexual Violence. Faftailo awe bai ma atonu sa faamliye ina fa faafunga anga iledei faatalanuanga wa mfayon awi na atu ele mbawu amriksa hamwai te e atuaisa wanga. Mo nisi faamtalanga na evala ammai iltato ofisa ileno valufaa ono iwa iva o luwa fitulua. Bolo email my foe, ille asadsv at gmail.com. Be asia siya tu lungo al pegat failangi, Facebook, ole American Samo Alliance Against Domestic and Sexual Violence. Faftai.